Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Kristen. Yo, Jen. As you know, we both, uh, we'll talk about on the show, we spend a lot of time in the car with our kids. We're currently California moms and all the driving that goes along with that, that's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. We're either at school drop-off, pickup, weekend trips, doctor visits to soccer. You're going somewhere. You're always in the car. There's weekend trips. There's club sports, whatever it is, it usually hours has a driving requirement. Upon hours and sometimes good ones and sometimes not so Uh huh. And ones. sometimes there's other ones. Yeah. Well, we've all been there. I know for my gang, one of the hardest parts in my car ride is deciding what we're going to listen to, like something we can all mm-hmm. agree on. Like no judgment here, folks. A lot of parents have basically surrendered to AirPod life. As long as you don't hear F-bombs, you're like, whatever. I know. It's just easier. I get it, but... Right. We want to tell you about a new podcast called Wild Interest that has something for all of us, even me, so we can all enjoy listening together as a family. Wild Interest? What's that about, Let Jenny? Let me tell you. It's hosted by kids. And the shows are about whatever the kids are interested in. So great. Like anything from science to history, interviews with NFL quarterbacks. I'm into that. And they mix in jokes, riddles, fun. That sounds fun. I know, right? It's very fun. The best part is the hosts are my kids' age, so they can totally relate. That's very cool. I can't relate, but I'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. Because they're enjoying it. That's right. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. You'll learn something and your kids will love it. Find Wild Interest anywhere you get your podcasts. Are we podcasting? We are right now. Here's what I'd like to say. I believe we did not tell anybody on the last episode what we were doing. We didn't say anything. We just dove right in. And that's going to happen sometimes. Sometimes Tony's like, stop talking. Let me just roll on this before you get going. And we're like, and then I had steak and it was delicious. Right. We're already going. You can't stop us. We can't stop us. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also watch all this beauty. We got a couple of different paint splattered uh, uh, sweatshirts on the YouTube. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on the tweets, on the twits, on the Tic Tacs. Come the- see our live show. We write oh, it out. Yes. It's not as a, a scattershot as this podcast. Might be. <laughs> well, we'll see. But you know what? It's, it's, a, it's a fun night. We hear all the time that it like hurts your face or yeah. your abs from laughing and so you hard. Pee your pants a little so bit. So go to com for tickets. We're yeah. in a city near you this summer. Yes. Summer only. That's right. Well, yep. We that's got a right. couple coming up in, in the- Minnesota. Minnesota. In November. In November, because we just want to go. But that when doesn't it's mean the you can't drive there. to Madison, Wisconsin, because we'll be there this summer, and that's a whole different vibe. It's a different vibe. Yeah, it's, it's All right, get, give us your okay. hot flash. Hot flash. Hot flash. Hot flash. Is it hot so, in here or am I having a hot flash? Yep. Let me turn off the heater that's on 80 Jesus, currently. it's on 80. No wonder. I'm like, my skin's tight. Sorry, everybody. I Listen, <sighs> I I got so cold in here when I was working on – Chris and I like back and forth all the writing right. for our, our live show. And I was in here 
the other day working on it, and I couldn't warm up for hours. I That's thought I was because getting because California's in the upside down. You guys, I'm sure everybody's like, mm -hmm, "Fuck you, California!" Yeah. You know how much I pay for rent? That's what I'm saying. We pay so much extra for the. I'd rather have the walk-in basement. Quite honestly, Thank my you. mom and dad are like, "Oh, we just went to the lake and we're hanging out, and it's beautiful it's outside." So I'm like, "I'm in a freaking park up for the fifth I, day in a row." I need the extra storage. I need the basement, which I did here. You know why there's no basements in California? I thought it was because of the, um, I forget, the water table or the sand. The, the sand. sand. Yeah, it's yeah. more simple than that. Earthquakes, so you don't oh. die in your basement. I mean, hey, right? I know. We do have a weird basement. I've told you. It's the where you keep murder the- Murder cellar. It's a murder cellar. Well, that is a perfect segue into this thing that I had to tell you about. Okay. So uh, if you've listened to this, this is not a murder podcast, but Kristen and I love oh, murder like every oh. other woman in the world for whatever reason. True crime, we're into it. <laughs> and I- Lately have been going on like streaming and I'm like, I'm Googling what true crime is there that I have not seen. I know that's a bad day when you're yeah. like, I have seen like five documentaries on on this killer alone. This particular killer. Yeah, I know. I've then, seen this woman interviewed on five different shows. I like know what her haircuts are like. And this, there's other ones where you're like, oh, that's got kids or what. You're just not going to watch it. Yeah, there's some to. that I'm just like I'm not no. into it. But so- I hit rock bottom last night because I started watching this Netflix special that is in French and German and subtitled kind of. And it's so this is the gist of it because I'll tell you, I was it is exhausting to watch subtitles, you guys. I remember Don't there being a time where I was like a, into kind of like foreign film and I'd watch. Never. But now I want to be able to like play solitaire while I watch TV. Yeah. And, or shop or something like that. And so also you, they move real fast. I'm like, kind of didn't what? get the if, last word. If you have readers, you have oh, any eyes, it's so hard. Okay. So I'm watching it last night. I hit fatigue, but let me give you the gist of it. This French woman is married to a guy. They have two kids. She starts having an affair. Okay. Pretty standard with, stuff. With the neighbor down the street, a German doctor. She they, could do worse. Yeah. They do get a divorce. Okay. He the the original husband thinks that like that was off. Then she ends up back with him. Back with the him, original but, husband? No, she the, she and the husband. She, okay, God, I'm so sorry, bad sorry, at this. Sorry. Okay, this is why I don't do okay, Netflix they documentaries. Get they get divorced. Let me back it up. Okay. okay. She has an affair. Okay. He finds out about it, and they end it. Got it. End it, quote unquote. Oh, got it. Okay. The uh, original husband and starts to suspect she's having an affair again because she's like working long weekends. <laughs> um, just wasn't near my phone. Yeah. Oh, I missed that text. Yeah. I, yeah. I've got I WhatsApp actually, for just the sports also, of it look, all. You just know too. Don't you, you just, just get know. a gut? It's like you get I, a gut. I text my husband, he doesn't answer and I'm like, he's asleep. He's fine. He fell asleep at 8 30. Sometimes he does, you know? Yeah, but this sucks. in this case the the guy was which will play into this. The dad was like, I just knew she was having an affair. Turns out it's with this guy. They get have a very acrimonious divorce. She ends up marrying this doctor and they move to Germany with the kids. So flash forward almost 10 years, like, you know, he's been yeah. visiting the kids long distance. He's still in France. She's, She's like in this Germany. German border city. The daughter dies. What? Supposedly of a heat stroke on a not very hot day. 
but that the doctor, stepdad, tried to inject her with things to revive her from this stroke that she was having in the middle of the night. However, when the paramedics arrive, rigor mortis has set in. She's been dead for a long time. A while. And any doctor knows that you can't inject a dead body with anything to revive them. No, they're dead. So he lied about that. So the dad was like, Something was wrong. He hired an investigator. This doctor, very well respected, gets let off the hook. He gets let off the hook. Everybody like accepts the story. The mom accepts the story, and the dad of the girl is like, "Uh, uh-uh. I don't take this story." So he goes, "This this guy. There's another guy that's going to enter the story. Are my hat flashes? This guy like writes the story on paper and puts it." everywhere up around their town because he wants to know if anybody knows anything about this doctor. Come to find out, there were these girls who had been treated by him that were like 15, 16. One of them was raped by him in his office. No. He does like a news, like he gets interviewed by the local news about it and is the smug like she wanted it, like she was into it. She would have said no if she didn't want it. So he's like, this guy killed my daughter. I don't know how to prove it. Years later, he gets these women who find they like hear about the story. It like makes national news how yeah. his dad is like, you know, in in France and in Germany because the doctor's in Germany, you know, yeah. and this girl's mm-hmm. a French citizen. So there's all these complexities. But this woman, there's two of them actually. But the the first one, it's years later. She's like, he became friends of our family came on trips with us, he injected me with stuff, and then had sex with me while I was, like, somewhat incapacitated. So the dad's like, okay, this is what he was doing to my daughter. This is what was happening. They can't get him out of Germany. He's been cleared by the German authorities. So this guy is all over France going, help me get this guy here. He has – he lost his license to practice in France after the girl came forward, the 16-year-old came forward. But there was a woman, a librarian, an ex-skier who had a knee injury that was like assigned him as a doctor for her surgery and was like, mm, this name rings a bell. Like goes, finds out that it's oh, him. Oh, I love stuff I like know, that. It's so good. So it, I, you guys, it's a, this is going to be a total cliffhanger, but I love this so much. This dad is so enraged. He is so out for revenge. He meets a dad who like just hears the story like this French guy, and they have all of these people in the documentary, which is why I'm dying to know how this plays out because nobody's in jail when this story takes place. This French dude's like- Cigarette. Yeah, he's literally sitting in a bistro. He's like, "Mm, I didn't know him. I have daughters, and I knew he would want this to be resolved, so I went to him and I said, you don't know me anything, but I'm going to get him here. I go and I get these two Russian guys to drive in the middle of the night to the guy's house in Germany. And get him? And they get him. And so the next thing you hear in the documentary is... Uh, it's the French 911. They're like, there's a man, he's duct taped, <laughs> he's wrist, he's bound, he's almost dead, he's been beaten about the head. Like, they show his shirt, like, totally covered in blood. Where they do you want us to drop him? Basically. So that's where I was like, I gotta wait till tomorrow when I'm awake. But I, I hope to God they have, like, justified rage about this because I was like, 
there is no better story than just a, uh, this. And the guy said, he's like, yeah, I've been in, I've been in prison a couple times. Like, that's my bad French accent. He's like, I've been in jail a few times. He's obviously a mafia guy who's like, I'm going to work pro bono because I believe yeah. in this story. Yeah. Whenever there, whenever there's like a, like a, a, you know, one of the one of the family or the the mobsters, if you will, they always get like real cool when there's like questions. They're always like, you know, I got a, there's a couple some, businesses. I got, a, I know a couple I got, of I got, Russian I got guys. A cousin. I, yeah, and it's you there's know, no money exchanged. We we see at the end of things if anybody. Yeah, we're sees. just we're just gonna handle some business real quick, and I, that can be that. Oh by God. the way. Uh, that spans the globe. I That's just so, families getting into it. I was so fired up, though, because I was like, oh, a parent. That's what you do when you're a parent. You, like, see another parent, the injustice done to their child, and you're like, how can I help you? And literally, I'll do anything. You yes. tell me what you need to yep. have happen. Sometimes you just need someone like that. I think it's real country in my head. Like, it's like, yeah. well, you got a cousin. Uh, I, I will tell you, um, when my dad, who was – um, investigating his own adoption, the oh, story God. goes. God, it was the adoption. I was no, like, no, no. Was when he was investigating his own adoption, he was trying to look to find his like biological mm. mother. The story goes that like yes, you know his mother got his so. mother got pregnant, and mm-hmm. then um, she was young. She was young. Okay, and then there were five older brothers, and they literally all got into this like old ass pickup, and they were just gonna go kill him. The guy that got her pregnant. They were like, "There's only one way to solve this, and that's to murder the guy that did it." Like, yeah, and they were that's, that's they were very very old. It's school. very old school, yeah, but yeah. there is a charm to it. Yeah, there's a charm to it, and I think the bigger thing is like big shout out to that librarian because I don't know if you all can this is this uh, documentary wrecked me, but. I felt like it was so worth it, but it it isn't easy, and there's a lot oh, of triggers. Is the keepers? Yeah, no. But let that game, let the storyline of those women God. coming together to solve the murder of a teacher, who they have all experienced such yeah. abuse, but they all get together over sixty, and they together unfold. They yes. investigate this crime, and just to see what these very unlikely people who have lived their entire lives apart. You got like a cocktail waitress, you got a lawyer, you got, yes. and they're all sixty or better, and they're like, "Let's find this fucker that did this to I our mean, favorite teacher." And it, it's like bone chilling. Episode two is the oh god, you first guys. episode sudden, is so boring. All of a sudden, it gets real, real fast. I literally thought, yeah, I thought I'd warning. fallen asleep. Yeah. I was like, I have missed information. Yeah. And then that it, episode starts, and I was like, what? It hits you fast. But it that's hits me thing. fast. Like, when I watch, because I watch the Murdoch murders. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So this isn't going to be all about murder. Maybe it is. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe. Well, I mean, it's going to be a little bit of a- anger, maybe. Uh, we, yeah, it is, it is rage, and there's justified, there's unjustified, but like, I got so mad watching the Murdoch. Murdoch? I don't even I don't know. Say it's your like Murdoch. Right, I think because he's like Murdoch, Maymaw. Murdoch. Murdoch. I, I don't want to say your name right. I'm going to call you Murdog. Okay? Yeah, how about Murder? Murder Dog. Murder yeah. Dog. Because that guy, it, it, the whole family, like, soup to nuts yeah. is bad, man. Yeah. And I hate to say anything about, you know, the, the young guy, but in, at least in a decade, yeah. he is. You know, it, it just it, it's icky. I I didn't enjoy. But, oh, this is what I was going to say. The, the video clip of that one was very compelling. I was like, <gasps> like you, you don't get away with it now. You can't get you away can't. with it. People try to get away with it, but here's what you have: people who read all this stuff. Yep. People who like because I could see web you, salutes. I could see you going in for like a labrum replacement and being like, I'm going to 
doctor's name rings a bell and you're not sleeping for like four nights to figure out how, where you heard that name. And if that guy is not legal to practice law because of like an Orange County murder or whatever, you're yeah. going to find it. You're like, right. Turns out that my labrum guy was in the movie Grease, but I knew I knew his name from something. Oh, but anyway. Wait. The first I, one or the second? The one? second one. The first Which one, one. He or the no. He's in the first Grease. Okay. He's in the band. But second Doctor. Oh, second Doctor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's, that's where my where you know the investigation turned on for me. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kristen. I would like to talk a little bit about stressors, both big and small. I know at this time of year, you're both feeling stressors, both big and small. And I know I am too. And I would just like to say that BetterHelp is therapy and a safe space to get things off your chest. And if you want to figure out how to work through those big and small stressors, go to BetterHelp. I have to brag about this, um, our connection to BetterHelp, because I know so many people besides myself who have benefited from BetterHelp. Yes. I mean, therapy, just, I can't say enough good things about it. Everybody needs it. Why don't they just teach this course in in high school, right? Because everybody needs it. But like, I suffer when I have good stress and bad stress. Yes, it's stress. All of it feels overwhelming. And sometimes you need somebody to just talk to that can help you sort through your thoughts. That's right. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, which is exactly what I like. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash hard today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash hard. This ad is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, there are some things about parenting that get a little easier. I don't know what they are. Actually, I do know what they are. But one thing that's pretty awesome is as they get older, you can kind of reason with them. And obviously, as your kids get older, they want a little bit more independence. And you can show them that by giving them a little bit of financial freedom. It's the conversation about money, baby. The fact is kids won't really know how to manage their money until they've actually been in charge of it. And that's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. With the Greenlight app, kids learn to save, invest, spend wisely, thanks to games that teach money skills in a fun, accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chore feature where you can set up one-time and recurring chores customized to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. I'll tell you, we have a 13-year-old and Greenlight has been a savior. It's so nice for him to get to see what he's doing with his money, but also, you know, those automatic instant 
notifications also help us as a parent to know what he's doing with our money. But it really does create a very nice, fun way of teaching kids a little bit of financial smarts. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's easy. It's convenient. It's a way for parents to raise financial smart kids and families to navigate life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash mompod. That's greenlight.com slash mompod to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash mompod. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yes, the Murdoch cases, I felt like it just, it's like you said, it just felt like like all bad. You Icky. wanted justice for that girl. You wanted justice the for the girl. Accident. And I wanted justice, justice for the nanny. Like, let's not even rewind the clock to the nanny. I'm like, she gave everything to your family. You used her death to make money. You you intimidated those children who are special needs. Like, you are just bad to the bone, my friend. Bad to the bone. Irredeemable. Actually, I mean, all of that family, both boys probably would have been irredeemable were it not for that nanny. Because they're so... This, I hate to get into this, but I have to get into it because, you yeah. know, this is real life and this is a thing that I like to talk about is- Here we go. I don't like men who just are rageful and angry. Nope. I don't like it. I don't like it because I think it all comes down to like physical violence. Yep. I feel like that's the underlying fear that we all have of a really mad man. Yep. And we're not cavemen anymore, so why do we have to deal with that shit? Right? I actually have a pretty good story about that and you know about it, but uh, I wasn't- yep prepared to talk about it because I was so, I was really messed up from it for like, okay, so here's speaking to men who rage. And this episode is not meant to be like hateful towards men, but there is a thing among some who are like a little blind to the fact that simply because they're big and because they're men, there is a level of intimidation that sort of comes with that Full stop. Yeah, it's a, a like, biological fact. It's a biological fact. Even if a guy's not that big, he's got that like weird Chuck Liddell body where he's like, he can still throw a punch and I don't you don't want I don't it. want him raging at me. Right. And like the world is unpredictable and things are scary. And like for me, it comes out in like like I can remember specifically one perfect example is I remember we were being interviewed by a dude and Ugh. he was not our, he was not our crowd. <laughs> not he was our not, demo. not our demo. And he at one point sort of like was kind of like snarling his, his lip at us. Like, why are you guys on, why, are, why would anybody come to a show and see you guys? And you're like, well, fuck you, buddy. I ain't, I ain't reading your paper. Can I set it up? No, yes. he was he was one of these radio DJs in yeah. a small Midwestern town. <laughs> and he was looking to belittle us at any given opportunity. So he was like, hey, do your husbands ever just tell you ladies to shut, shut the up? Hell up? And I remember like trying, I I polited ourselves through it. The only reason I didn't lose my shit is because you and I were not in the same room. For one of the very few interviews where we had to do it apart because it was on radio, we had to be in separate rooms. Because yeah. I think had we been together, we would have been like, let's take this guy yeah, down. Someone would have been like, I'm sorry, do you say that to my girl? You say yeah, that you say that. And I would have been like, oh, you we need one of those Hannibal Lecter-like dollies yeah. and the mask thing because she's about to lose her mind on this guy. But I'm not – here's the thing, though. I, I think – 
that people might think I am somebody who might be quote unquote a hothead. And I think I am in some regards, but what I have proven to myself over and over is that I'm actually, I get very scared and I hate the way I react. And I think I hate it more because I know how much power it gives the other person. And I think there's, so what I'm trying to say is the, so for me, this was a terrible experience. I, I'm not over it. I'm, I'm, just going to talk about it because I think it's worth sharing. So um, my son goes to a school that's kind of far away. And there was a whole bevy of things that were happening. But Jen and I were trying to podcast. My my husband called me and was like, Finn needs a ride to the game. I was like, the school is supposed to provide it. Well, they didn't. So I'm at Jen's. I'm like, great. Here's what I'll do. Just one of those rushes that's like, but I felt very calm. I was like, okay, have him hang at the school. I'll be there. I'm closer to his school here to there than I was. And I was like, don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. So my husband's in a little bit of a panic. I finally go get Finn. I said, we're going to drive to Calabasas where your game is. It's a little bit of a drive. Finn's very nervous at this point. He's Mm -hmm. got a game. He wants to see um, both teams play. He gets to be on the A team. He wants to watch his buddies on the B team. So I have not eaten at all at this point. And I'm like, Jen and I have been podcasting all day. We're working really hard. It was definitely a little stressful, but I wasn't frantic. I just remember yeah, being- it's just one of those mom days where mom you're days. like, oh, I am boom to boom to boom to boom Right. To and boom. if like, anything, I was definitely in my own like universe. I was like, you've got this to do. You got to get there. You got to get his bag. You got to, you know, whatever. And it was you fine. You were probably too like, I'm going to get him there safely and try and zone out him griping at me to right. get there. Yeah. You know, mom, am I going to be late? And I'm like, good Lord, I got to get you a better watch, man. Like, yeah, you, you are going to be fine. So it was just one of those mom days. So anyway, I drop him off of the, at his game and I think to myself, I haven't eaten all day. I'm going to feel better if I eat. I'm going to go through a drive-thru. Yes, I said it. And <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go. So I take a right on this. go through right now, just so you know. No shame. I, right. So mm-hmm. I start driving on this pretty busy four lane street, but it's like busy. There's no stoplights between many, the two major stoplights. So people are going fast. It's a lot of traffic. It's like LA traffic in the middle of a neighborhood, honestly. And I remember thinking, like I looked in my rear view mirror and I saw this man, he was really close to my car. And he was doing that thing where he kind of like goes from the left to the right and the left to the right, like trying to like get around me. And I remember thinking like, Buddy, just pass me. I'm like going the speed limit. I'm. I, I don't have. Isn't the Fast and the Furious right? But, but I wasn't. If it is for you, it's not for me. And that's literally about as long as I thought about it. And I remember just then I started spacing off and thinking about what where I'm going to find a McDonald's because I do like a quarter pounder with cheese on occasion. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I I realize the guy's not behind me, and I can sense him to my right. And I think, why doesn't he just pass me? Like. Like I'm not, I'm not speeding, and I'm also not going to slow. You guys, she is not a speeder. I'm not, but I'm also not a slow driver. I'm. Yeah. A, I take great pride in the fact that I follow all of the given yep. rules and signs. Recommended speed all and the way. I know the guidebook. Like I'm not messing around. Like I could she, work for guys, the DMV. She and her husband honestly fight about not driving in the right lane <laughs> on the freeway because that is it's the, the merge exit lane. In, it's the lane. merge yes. lane, man. So, you don't drive in the merge lane. It's inconsiderate. She is. Dead on about driving. I'm, there are, I don't mess no around. gray area. She does the right thing. I just like to be safe in a car. Thank you very much. So I'm on. I'm in my car. I'm in my my head. I'm like thinking I'm going to go get a burger. I got this guy to my right, and I'm like, 
wow, I really sense that he's close to my car. And like Jeez all of a sudden, Louise. I'm like listening to like Sirius XM. I'm probably like my I'm probably soft chinning at this point where mm-hmm. like I'm a little bit mouth's a little bit open. And all of a sudden, then I start to to hear him and I look over and his window is down and he's screaming at me. And he's not just screaming at me, he's calling me the C word, he's calling me the B word. He's like super mad. And I literally am, I'm, I'm caught off guard because I don't understand this reaction to me driving. Cause there's been no like back and forth. There's been you, nothing. You weren't engaging him. Yeah, absolutely in a not. Fight. But then I did. He goes, he's like, you crazy fucking, you know, all this. Yeah. And I go, what the fuck? And I just kind of put my hands up like, what the fuck? Oh, I didn't say that is not an act of aggression. That, that is like I was one literally tenth of what he was doing. It would have been better if I wouldn't have said anything, but that doesn't matter because I did, and it doesn't give him the right to do what happened next. That's where I get really mad. He uh cut off my car as hard as you could without me getting in an accident, and he came to a grinding halt. So he he cuts into my lane, he comes to a grinding halt. I push on my brakes. And my car like does the thing where the ass end goes up really yeah, high. And like, then I hear all the cars behind me go like yeah. all the way back. So and there's no backing up. There's no backing up. I'm probably at this point 15 feet away from his car. And he, I was shocked. I was like, this person just stopped traffic to show me how mad he is at me. And then I thought to myself, what the fuck is going to happen next? And that's when he got out of his car. And I thought... At that point, that yeah, yeah. I mean, people are crazy. Yeah, I just thought. I, I remember thinking he's walking to my car, and he, I remember he's going to hurt my face. That's what I thought. Yeah. And then I remember thinking, I'm really happy Finn's not in the car with me. And because I, the, at this point, I'm like, well, this person is doing the thing that like you should never ever do. You're getting out of a car during super 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 busy time. Like you're putting everybody in so much danger. You're putting me like you're walking to my car and he is screaming at me, I'm going to fucking kill you. And so then he gets to the end of my car and all I do is I just, I tried to use my phone to record it. It was like my hands went to nubs and I like, I just was rendered useless. I became like a turtle. I literally just like sank in my seat and watched this whole thing play out. My body went cold. I knew my windows were up, and all I kept thinking was, if he tries to hit through my glass, he's gonna cut the shit out of himself, and that makes me happy. And like, I was like, he. Uh, so he came up, and he just, with all of his might, literally hit the front of my car as hard as he could with his fist. And then, luckily, I don't know if this is what was the deal breaker, but there was a woman next to me, and she was in a white SUV, and she just screamed at him, and she goes, "Hey!" And he looked at her. Now I don't know if she was running a camera or if like. It caught him. He realized what was happening. So then I'm so shocked at this, that this thing just happened. And I can't barely drive my car. Because you're shaking. I'm not even, I'm weird. I'm like, I'm like numb and weird and cold. And then I went into this. fight flight response. You don't have any blood at your extremities. Nope. And then I went into a parking lot and I thought about what happened and I kept replaying it in my head and then I just started bawling. And I couldn't cover, I couldn't recover and I didn't get any food and I didn't get my burger because that dick like scared me so much. And I was so mad that I 
that I didn't have that, like, I wanted to have that, like, really great reaction. Like, I didn't know what that would be other than I would just get myself hurt. But do you know what I mean? I just felt like a sitting duck. I I felt because of the rage of someone else and the fear that he instilled in me that I was a sitting duck. Now, that guy goes home probably to a family, and that woman has to deal with him. And so I fucking hope he, like, like... Take him, you know, like that's it. I, I want somebody from another village to go get that guy and fucking deliver him to somewhere else because yeah. that's what he's got coming. I really have no, I have no sympathy. I have no compassion. You don't get it was to awful. do that. You, you don't, don't get, get to do that. Do because that. guess and- what I did? I couldn't fucking pull myself together. I went to my son's game and I guess I looked like, a, a, like I kept wringing my hands. I was among new parents and one of the moms was like, are you okay? And I was like, I kind of don't think I am. I didn't really want to talk about it. I didn't really talk about it with anybody. I was so messed up. I couldn't talk about it with Jen because I kept crying. Like that is very – I don't think that's like me to like – No, but that was – it was violent. You had a trauma – that's trauma. That's I know a trauma response that your your body reacted in a way that like your 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 brain's not gonna like engage in that moment because your body's like I'm just gonna protect yeah the brain and the organs right now. That's yeah. what fight flight response is. It's just like and you like honestly like clamming up. It's like what's that thing they say with bears? If it's brown, flush it down. That's not it. What nope. do they say with bears? Okay, bears or don't leave out your stuff when you're camping because they'll ruin oh, the fuck out of your. No, it's like <laughs> don't fuck with them. The meanest bears you don't fight with. You act like your dad. It's like black yeah. fight back. Oh uh, yeah. White, well, if you ever see white a- good night because they'll fight you. Yeah. And then the other like it's a it's like a grizzly bear. You act like you're dead or they'll kill you. Or yes. they'll probably kill you. Black anyway. bears. I know you're supposed to stand still. Is it black bear? I don't know. Anyway. You guys, there's a really clever saying, and I wish I could remember it in this moment, but, like, your body tells you, like, oh, that's what kind of threat this is. Like, your best response is to, like, clam up, and that that was the smartest response. Like, there's nothing you could have done. I mean, the best thing happened in the worst-case scenario, and, I mean, yeah, you want to always, like, think about it to know, like – how could I have been safer? But you didn't do anything. This guy just felt like he could exert his whatever rage. It had nothing to it do so with It was so much rage. I've never seen it. And also, I think I when- I hope he gets syphilis in his <laughs> eyeballs and he starts to rot from the eyes down. And like doctors give no shits and just, he has yeah. this painful, slow Thank you. death You're a that good like friend. saves everyone from who he is because he, that's who he is. I just thought it, it made me think about so many things about like the the you know I had a bad incident in my car that guy creates terror to somebody else like oh the God. women who live in fear of men Can you imagine when his Wi-Fi doesn't work at his house like Fuck. fucking baby town man yeah. I can't Hold up What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And that's the thing. I, I, I feel so much – I feel like this is when I want to like 
I wish I could let, I always use this example when I was a kid, when I felt like I was getting picked on a lot, that I always wished like, oh God, this dates me. Remember the Shaquille O'Neal tennis shoes that pumped? The yeah. pump? Yeah. I used to have these images I in my head. I those, honestly. I would cope by doing this. I would imagine that I could press something on my shoe and I would get big. Oh. And I would think about that. I was Because I was small and I was super ADHD and I was getting my ass kicked in middle school. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to pump, I'm going to pump myself up. I'm going to get big. Like, yeah. I don't know if it was the same time as the shack shoe, but I think it was about the same time. But I just needed to know that I could manifest something different. And I think what I've learned is that, and this is not a comment on our gender being bad, but I think there is a false sense of um, expectation that when a woman is in danger, she's supposed to know how to like whip out some Wonder Woman moves and 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 kick the shit out of somebody because she's got good. Re- I don't think that's your first reaction. I think your first reaction when someone is mean and enraged and angry is fucking fear. And like, I'm sorry, I don't like take a fighting position on that. I wish I did. I keep proving that I don't. But I wonder if that's more real than the expectation that I'm supposed to like have all these answers. I fucking was a sitting duck. I was a sitting duck. You're not supposed to. And honestly, if you have that, and I, I've, t- I've talked with my husband about this too. I'm like, because my brother always says to me, he's like, that woman who pulled up and she stopped her car and she's yelling at that guy is me. And I know that it's, I have a trauma response because I spent too much time around angry, f- weird, fucking violent people. Yeah. And my response is, oh, you, you better make him, make it a hard day for him. Yeah. And that's not normal. It's more normal to say like, I'm going to just shut up till this ends and I can drive off. Yeah. Because that's the only way that you're going to like, and almost every interaction is like that. I wish I could retrain my brain to feel like, what do you win if you win anything here? What do yeah. You, what, you don't, like the only win is surviving because it's Los Angeles. He could have had a gun. He could have shot you. He could have yeah. killed you. Yeah. The only win is you're here to tell the story about right. it. You don't have anything to prove. And, and you know, sometimes I, I do get so mad and feel like it's such an injustice that I I don't want them to win in that moment. And I don't want that to be the – like, I don't want that to be the way I go out. I got right. kids at home, you know? Like, it's – you got to be able to, like – but number one, number one – I don't care how mad you are, dude. You don't get to yell at a woman. You don't get to get out of your car. car. You don't get to physically impose on her. You don't, I, like every man in my life, I have said, you don't yell at a woman because the underlying sentiment is I can hurt you. Yes. It doesn't matter You don't what publicly, like, and that's, that I think was the scariest thing because I was like, oh, the men in my life would never, this would never go this far. Yes. And so right. I'm in uncharted territory. And yeah. how, I I know that is not how it is for a lot of women out there. Yeah. And I just saw the, I saw that he saw red and I was like, fucking sky's the limit with this guy. Although I don't believe it was his first time behaving like that. I don't think this was a nuanced situation. No. I think this was him being I Just the fucking craziest, and maybe I'm not supposed to say that, but I don't fucking care about his no. feelings. I think we all agree crazy has nothing to do with mental health. It has to do with, like, drugs or your, like, act like a baby. Yeah. I have never I, evolved as a human. I, I think my takeaway, too, is that uh, as I think about it, I'm like, how do I want 
my daughter, if she were to ever come across that situation, like, how do you prepare somebody for that? Those are conversations that I don't have the answers to. And I fucking think it's disgusting and terrible that she's going to have to deal with something like that someday. And I will, like, if anybody was being hurt, I step in very quickly. But when it is me by myself, I am rendered useless. I want to know how that reaction I wish I knew how to change that. I don't. So I don't know if I can tell my daughter, like, well, this is what you should, you know, fucking you get yourself, give them a roundhouse kick. You That'll- get yourself safe no matter what. And you do whatever you have to do to stay safe. Like, I tell my kids all the time. If you are at the park and somebody's trying to, like, steal you, you bite them, you you claw their eyes out. Yeah. Like, you do all the stuff. You do whatever you have to survive, like, in that moment. And if it means not winning, then fucking lose. Yeah. You know, the only way, like, for you to have had success in that, con- in that like, instance if is you drive over him or you <laughs> – which, you know what? Like, you I know, don't want him to hurt my car because right. I'm leasing it. Or you drive away and you let him rumple still skin himself into his horrible life that he already has. And that's what and I like, did. Yeah. And I'm – you're right. I Listen, if the tables were turned, I would be like – You would feel terrible like, if you drove over him, even if he was a pile of shit, because I guarantee oh, you I he would probably be, has like eight kids by eight different I mothers would, and he's not making good choices in his life. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, like, I'm a human and, like, I would respect human life. But, like, make no mistake, had he gotten one inch closer to me and that did happen, I would be in my fucking right. Because, like, he he got to the front of my car and he turned around. But that guy gets any closer. I just didn't, like, I'm, you I'm did like. did the right thing. Look, I can barely talk about it. I'm, like, mm. still so jacked up. From well, here's what's going to happen. Ugh. I know these two Russian dudes. Uh, yeah. They're going to go to the... So we're going to go, go to Calabasas. We're going to take uh, him to we're France. We're going to make sure he sees... Ja- we're we're going to no, beat you know the what? shit we're out gonna, of him and put gonna, him on a plane. We're going to bring him to like a, you know... We're going to go to Bellevue. We're going to get a we're couple... Gonna go to Bellevue. We're going to go to Bellevue. <laughs> a couple Bellevue. We're going to get a couple Bellevue guys, a <laughs> couple guys from Central City. We're going to work him over. I mean... We're going to grab that reporter. We're going to just slap him a couple times, not do any real harm. Yeah. No, because he's a danger. He's a piece of shit. And like, it's... I mean, that's what that guy is. And you're not allowed to do that. That's where raising better men, men and women. Yes. We're raising uh, – I just heard an interview with Jessica Chastain, and someone said uh, something about um, her working on a, a film, and she was saying, like, someone was warning her about how sometimes men can be creepy, and this is – let me teach you how to deal with that. And she's like, how about this? You teach the men not how to exactly. how the men to not be creepy. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I I think some of this, some some people I roll these conversations, they think, oh, you're overreacting, or this isn't no. a thing, or some men will be men or boys will be boys. That shit is bullshit. We're past that. Like no. we're we're beyond that. We can we can do better than that. Cause it's- you know what? If you don't, if you don't have these fucking conversations, somebody's a victim or someone is a victimizer. And like, I think you have to figure out what side of that conversation to have. Like you, you're, if you sort of let boys be boys, so to speak, or even girls be girls, like, oh, girls will be catty. No, they, that is not a fucking excuse. Yeah. It's behavior. It's behavior. And if we say certain behavior is okay over and over, What's going to fucking stop them when they become adults? Nothing. Nothing. And if they're doing it in public, it's 10 times if they're worse fucking, at home. Oh, my There's God. No I, way it's not. Boy, if this is not a, a full circle moment right now, 
and I've, I think I've talked about this before. Can I tell you that you do have a boogie? Oh, I don't God. know. It's on the right side. God, always. It's okay. She got it. You got it. You got okay. it. You're good. You're good. I've done so many videos with boogers. I just can't. I can't I deal with it. It's. I didn't know if anybody was going to see it. But I feel very strong like bridge of a nose that I do love, but it does carry a lot of weight. At some point, she would watch Cargo. it. She'd be like, "How come you didn't say Tell something?" Me. So I knew yeah. I had to. Like, I'm sorry, you've had to look at that. No, um, it's fine. It's totally fine. I remember when I was five, and I was. Oh, I'm, I don't. Need, I don't know their names, so it's fair. I was five, and we were at the Vets Day Parade, which was a big deal in Central City, and there was a couple there and there was a man and a woman and they were having a public fight. I've never Ooh. seen anything like it. I mean name calling and screaming. And I said, I remember saying to my mom. Must have been given free natty lights at right. Parade. I think it was like 9 a.m. So I think everybody was <laughs> probably. Well, we've all been there. We've all been there. Point, it's right? cold, you know. Well, you're gonna take a snort or you know. Yeah. Uh and I remember I asked my mom, I mean I can remember like it was yesterday. I was so little and I remember going are they enemies? And my mom said, no, they're married. And I was like, please, God, in my lifetime, I don't want that. I think uh, public displays of that sort are literally terrifying. Yeah, because you're like, I this is who I am. I can't control this. This Yeah. If you feel the need to yell at a woman in public, I do hope those two guys from France come get you. Syphilis in your eyeballs. Syphilis in your eyeballs. I hope I didn't bring anybody's day down. I'm okay, you guys. I'm totally okay. You know what? Uh, This is the same reason we like uh, true crime. Like, just women like justice. And, like, when you have kids, you want things to be fair. And, like, it super pisses you off when something happens that is not fair. And you don't get your, you know. No. And I know it's true with my husband, too, that he has thought of, like, how women are treated in such a different way. Because we have a daughter. Yeah. That he's, like oh, hell no, she's not going to have yeah. that happen to her. Because I've been like, I've been in this situation where like, you know, X happened or whatever. Or like, I had a creepy teacher in middle school and he did that. My my husband's like, what? I I'm know. Like, it's not that weird. Like if, when we were it's growing not up, that weird. it wasn't uncommon. And he's like, there's no, I'm like, that's what we're going to teach him. There is yep. no way. You don't have to be the victim of this. And listen, I've had my daughter watch Fried Green Tomatoes. There's oh. some spicy language in it. Wait, why? Do you Fred, remember that movie? Are you kidding? I've seen it like 18 times. I know I was going to say. If you what the hell are you talking about? Like I think it's made you. about me. <laughs> I know. I know, who you, I know who you relate to. I know who you relate to. I mean, you can understand. Like, I'm in love with the brother and then I'm in love with the sister. You know, like, there's a whole, like. It's basically you can use your rage for good or for evil, you guys. And I'm just saying use it for good, right? Use it for good. Use it to, like, go, you know what? I've already spent time in prison. I feel the need to go this weekend and I'm gonna <laughs> make I'm justice gonna- happen. I'm not advocating that, but am I? Oh, my God. I don't know, you guys. Let me say this one thing about true crime because I wanted to tell you about this because this is amazing. And this is another shout out. Um, So I'm going to give a second We'll do double. This never happened. Never. Double hot flash. Actually, it's going to be in real life triple. Okay, hold on. So my son and I don't agree on much programming in terms of TV. No, you don't. And so I'm like, fine, we will broach true crime. Now, there's a lot of things you can criticize about that, I know. And we used to do um You gotta what is go it? unsolved mysteries. We did kinda, unsolved mysteries yeah. old. Because yeah. there's always like UFOs and weird stuff and the reenactments Wonderful. are terrible. Yeah. But then we dabbled in Dateline. And I felt like Dateline was going a little far. So then yeah. we brought it back and we found a 2020. Not much better, but a little bit better. And we found um one mm-hmm. today. Hmm. 
at 2020 today, and the um, Moms and Murders girls what? covered the story for 2020. It was so awesome. Amazing. And we did we've, their podcast. We've done their podcast. Yeah. So it was so neat to see these two women. Like, they had investigated this crime so much. You were a part of it, They ladies. were a part of it. They were getting interviewed, and I was like, <gasps> dream come people, true. Like, they had their their magazines out and they're all there talking about all the details of the case. Amazing. And it was a fantastic, wonderful case that wasn't too far. And at one point it was my husband, my daughter, my son and I, and I made crescent rolls and we watched True Crime. <laughs> I, it's so addictive that my husband, who used to make fun of me, I like, I told him, I explained my rules. I'm like, this can't be about kids. I can't yep. like feel like anything's too close to home. I need gotta, to resolve to We got to have the guy... Who done it? We need to know at the end of it. And so I, he started watching a couple docs with me, and he's like, hooked. He really is. And I'm like, there's no higher stakes, but you know the worst thing has happened. Yeah. And you're going to, like, find the resolve and the justice at the end. And that's that show. I can't recommend it enough. I'm re-watching the episodes. Uh, have you been watching them? No. Say it again. Oh, God. I knew. It? I knew. Wait. Uh. Ugh. It's the name. It's the name. It's the of another name I always show. forget. It's like I, I. This is how I saw it, or this was the, this was the murder that. This is how it went down. Oh, shit. Or I was the investigator. God, or, I watched too many of them. You guys. I know they I'm all loop together. Again, my but... husband can't handle them. He so I I turned him on to my favorite murder, and then he came home and he had watched one that I actually think that there's one podcast I can't listen to, and I won't say it because I don't want to talk shit, but like. They have like interviews with the victims. It's just too much Ooh, no, for me. No, I don't. I can't. I, I don't. I need yeah. it to be reporting, not actual. Yeah. Like victim. I like the science. Like, I like the police work. Yeah, I, I listened to one where there was like I heard from the victim, and I was like, no, oh, no. I'm not. I don't have it. And so my husband did that, and he certainly doesn't have it. So he was like, wanted to be like one of the French guys, and he was like, I need to go. Yeah, because he is like an Irishman with you know. Yeah, I was like, go throw that, just throw a those barrel chest in those arms are much stronger. You just say than go, Colin Sweeney will go pull somebody and put him in the back of his truck. He's a real team player. Yeah, he was. But yeah, I mean that's. Listen, I'm just saying. Shout out to the moms and murder. Shout out to the French guys who get nice worked job. on. <laughs> shout out to the dad and the Russian guys. Let's the not Russian leave them guys because they were mean. like, hey, the Russian guys. The, yeah, I love the them. French guy was like the kingpin, but then the Russian guys were the, like, you know what? You know what? We've got duct tape and we like to punch. So and, let's go. And we have records already, so we're good. Yeah. And one of these days, I will watch the end of it. If you don't get to. <laughs> Oh my yeah. God. Hold on, Tony. I got to look up what it's called because don't I need to tell everybody so they can watch it? Oh. My Daughter's Killer. My That's what watch, it's called. Oh. Okay. That's the you, title. You guys got to, okay, watch the show called My, my Daughter's, Daughter's Killer. Killer. I'm not to the I'm end of it, it yet. It's so good, you guys. I'm going to watch it's it It's so good. Okay. You uh, don't worry your readers because you're going to have to do subtitles the whole time, but I think we just podcasted. Okay. I think we podcasted too. Stay safe out there. Stay safe. Let's teach our girls and boys. Bye. 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 